Welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Why are you dancing? It's a day. I don't know. It's Again, a day. It's that, it hot, is it's a that day. hot beat of of our software. Gets me in the, it, just, it gets me pumped. It just counts us in. It's not even a beat. I don't know. There's something to it. There's a tone. Also, I have a little bit of a cold. Don't know what's happening. I'm I've embodied you. It's basically. allergy season, though. Is it? Yeah. Oh, good. My eyes are watering. It could be allergies. What am I allergic is to? Is your mucus clear? <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't checked. Because clear mucus usually means allergies. Oh, Yellow no. means cold. Oh, okay. Good to know. Thanks, Mom. Yep. I didn't know. Uh, Good intro. Weird <laughs> intro. What are you fangirling over well, this week? I really didn't know. Mm. I was contemplating picking a few shows Mm -hmm. and i decided to go with handmaid's tale seasons too okay so Um, before we even jump into it i noticed that you're watching some things i was creeping on your tv time account that we haven't talked about so we'll need to talk about that later but star yes i know i was like we've not talked about the fact that you're still watching so my mom yeah love it love it i they're all recorded i'm kind of into it now like it's terrible and i don't know i just accepted it yeah i'm here for it you're here for it okay Um, handmaid's tale I've only seen the first two episodes. Okay. Because you need a break. Yeah, after that's every what I've episode. Heard. But the first, the opening scene of Handmaid's Tale season two, episode one, so good and stressful. Really? Kate Bush is playing as it's happening. Oh. I don't want to tell you because you haven't, haven't watched, watched yet. I know. Um, but it's just such a good show, and I can't believe it's from Hulu. Really? Like, it's HBO quality. Well, that's the thing. Like, it is a Hulu original but they're not like the network or they're not the studio of origin it just feels weird because hulu before like basically before handmaid's tale yeah it was just where you could watch your fox and abc shows that's what it is for me right now Uh uh-huh yeah and now it's creating new things and i'm really excited for castle rock oh yeah Uh uh-huh yeah and then there's like another i forget what it's called but dermot maroney's involved (gasps) I'm already on board. It's like a horror anthology. What? what? It's once a month starting in like September, October. And it's like a holiday theme or something every month. What? It's like a mini movie. Love. I don't know. I'm so pumped for it. Dermot Mulroney. So maybe I'm just fangirling over Hulu? I guess. I don't know. Good for you. Um, before we get into what I'm fangirling over, we have a couple like orders of business as well. Mm. First of all, speaking of business, busy. Guys. Busy Phillips is getting her own talk show on E. We haven't talked about it yet. Why haven't we talked about it? I don't it? know. Everyone told us about it. Thank you for reaching <laughs> Thank out. You. Thank you, everyone. Not only like our, our, you guys, our fans, but like in my personal life, like six people, like former coworkers. And I was like, oh, I have a brand. People know <laughs> what I'm about. Everyone sent me this link. I was very excited about it. And I just, here's the thing. I'm a little nervous because it's on E, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know how I feel about E. E used to be E and Bravo used to be my babies, and then <laughs> they took my soul for too long. And when I I was poor and didn't have cable anymore, and then when we got it back, I made a vow that I wasn't going to watch E or Bravo because it's such a time suck, and I have too much other media to consume. But you have a DVR. This is fine. <sighs> I know, but it's just like it's a gateway drug. It's just you should see me when I go to get my nails done because they always have E or Bravo You're like, What's on. Happening? I'm literally Witch housewife. Yes, I'm just reading the telegram or whatever the the closed captioning, and I'm just enthralled. I don't know what I'm watching. I'm obsessed with it, so I'm just nervous that it's going to be a gateway drug to the rest of E and Bravo. But I'm here for it. Yeah. Should we work on it? 
on the show? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we could maybe figure out a way to do it. We have some ins. <laughs> we have some ins and outs. Um, also, we got a very lovely piece of fan mail. Katie. Katie. Hey, girl. Oh, we died. Every single time we get a fan email, I'm just, like, loving but it. But this one stood out because Katie said she had a VHS tape that was basically how to dance like Aaliyah. I need it. If that exists still, I would like a copy. Yeah. I need it. Can someone find it maybe on DVD or, like convert it and send it to us because I don't know. Katie said she still does it. It's like a party trick with her and her sister if yeah. the song comes it's out. It's like, like, yeah. Uh, me and my friend Michael, we do the crazy routine from Darren's, Darren's dance groups. Uh, Britney yeah. Spears. <laughs> yeah. Britney Spears. Still do it. I mean, I love a good party trick. And, you know, anything that involves dancing. Do you have a party trick? No. <laughs> Just being lovely. Is that my party trick? Actually, yeah. my party trick is talking to the people that my husband doesn't want to talk to at the party. I, I was going to say team. yours is talking to anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have a party trick. Yeah, I could Maybe definitely. Maybe like giving you a glare. Is that <laughs> is that a trick? And that might be a trick. No, I could talk to a wall for a half hour if yeah. you needed me to. Um, but yeah, that's my party trick. I take one for the team. Um, okay. But what I'm actually fangirling over, you already know about this. This past weekend, I was walking to brunch. And it's maybe like a half mile from my house, the restaurant we were going to. Pushing this little stroller, got my husband by my side. In the distance, maybe like a half a block away, didn't see his face, just knew it was Wilson Cruz. Of course. So here's the thing, guys. Wilson, damn, you're looking good. Like, even for just like the shoulders, like every, like perfectly coiffed hair. I was like, that's Wilson Cruz. I knew it was from behind. (laughs) He was wearing a lovely tank top. Good for him. He should wear this tank top. So I'm like, we need to catch up to him because as you might remember, we interviewed him, but we didn't actually meet. We did this over the phone. And so I was like, well, I need... Now's, now's, now's the, the time. Ch- yeah. I've got my adorable baby with me. It's a great intro. And I'm not going to seem creepy because, like, we've actually talked on the phone. And so we take off. And Wilson <laughs> is a quick walker, very speedy. He kn- he senses your approach. He senses he's my like, approach. we got to get out he's of here. He's getting out of it. He's escaping me. So he's cruising. No pun intended, ah. but pun intended. And I'm, like, now I've worked up a sweat. So we are just about to get to him because we get to the point where there's like a crosswalk and, you know, we need to stop. He's still a little bit ahead, but I can I can get to him. And of course, he sees some other people on the street that he knows. Of course. Of course he does. And on Melrose? No, I'm on I'm on Santa Monica. Okay. And these people seem like people he actually knows, not just weirdo fans like me. And so then I gotta like push past him and I was and I thought to myself, okay. I'm going to push past him. He's clearly making progress this way. I'm going to wait about a half a block (laughs) ahead and then let him catch up to me. So much effort. So much effort. I'm sweating. And Eric is looking at me like you're a crazy person. And so he gets done talking to these people. I'm so excited. I'm I'm texting you. I'm like trying to figure out what to do. This is all live. It's happening. And he starts making progress towards me. I'm so excited. And he immediately turns left into a store. And I had you didn't want to go in the store. I, it it's a lot with a stroller. Sometimes it wasn't that big of a store. I then I felt creepy, like I was yeah. like purposefully stalking him. But I was so sad. I texted you. I'm sweaty and disappointed. Uh, on our pudding adventure, we saw Scary Spice's oldest daughter, <laughs> and I we did. And I was like, this is fine. What a cool thing. I don't know. No big deal. Uh-huh. But then, like, I was reflecting, and I was like, what if? 
like scary spice had just turned around mel b what yeah. would i have done fallen to the ground probably would you have done like a weird like praise thee <laughs> like, i would have done worthy. like a, a huge gap like an audible gasp yeah. where they would all notice yeah i de- so and I cool. might cry that like, would have been not cool ugh. But yeah, I'm really sad I missed my Wilson Cruz moment. But I do feel like then we're sort of neighbors. If he was walking in the same neighborhood in which I was walking. That's true. He must live close to my home. So great. Everyone lives close to you. Kind uh, of. Kind of. I do feel like there's, I mean, we live, I'm centrally located in Los Angeles. So it's, everyone's within a six mile drive probably. Um, But it was, it was great. But again, I told Eric, I told Eric Wilson Cruz's approximate age and Eric was like, you have got to be shitting me. He looks amazing. And I was like, are you fan is amazing. Chris? I know. But he was just like, no way. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it was very exciting. That was my, my happiness and my tragedy. Yeah. All in one. I just realized you are still sick for the podcast purposes. Like, I am. I know. I'm, I'm secretly poisoning you. I'm not doing this on purpose. To keep you ill for the theme. <laughs> I love a good theme. You know, I got to so stay. Do I. I, you do. I got to stay on brand. Like, so, I'm honestly surprised I'm not in a nightgown. <laughs> really? Having my sick day. You're really missing out. So good segue. Last week, we talked about our game shows. I've really been thinking a lot about The Price is Right, and I really want to just watch it a lot. I mean, we could turn it on at work. <gasps> Why don't we do we that? We have the power. We do have the power. I say we do that. I wonder what time it's on in the City of Angels. I think it's 10, 30, 11. Hmm. Okay. Maybe we do that today. So we talked about game shows. Today, we are going to talk about dating shows. Okay. Researching dating shows was crazy because watching clips from the shows we're about to talk about. So uncomfortable? So raunchy for daytime. I mean... Granted, we sick days mean syndication. Yes. You weren't watching new ones. Mm-hmm. But some dirty stuff goes down, and you're watching it at noon. <laughs> some dirty stuff goes down at noon. I, I'm into it. I'm into it. All right. We have to start with, I think, the probably the biggest and most famous of yeah, the dating shows. Yeah, I feel shows. like it kicked off everything. Do you? Like, is every other dating show a spinoff of this one? You have a dating show in here that I forgot about but would watch now, so we'll get to there. Um, okay, we have to start with Blind Date. First of all, the host name is Roger Lodge, guys. Roger like, Lodge. Roger Lodge. The best of the best. So this ran from 1999 to 2006. Um, I'm going to read the little one-liner you have here about the show. Okay. During each episode, people who did not know each other, obviously, were paired up and sent off on a blind date. The cameras followed their every move, while commentary in the form of subtitles, animations, and thought bubbles was added by the show's producers. Do you think all of these producers were just like aspiring comedians? Absolutely. I mean, they were, but they're it. all broy comedians, super broy. Because looking back on the thought bubbles, they're very gross. Oh yeah, they're real pervy. And I remember thinking it was funny when I was younger. Blind date? Yeah, it is funny. I think. It, I mean, it's amusing. It's amusing because. The people who are on this show know what they're getting into. You know what I mean? It's like, you're going on blind date. Like, you're not trying to find love. You're trying yeah. to be famous. Which, blind date, completely scripted. 
Yes, completely. <laughs> Broke just, my heart. Are you? I was just gonna say, are you? Did you ruin it for yourself? Yes. Were you sad about that? Also, each contestant was only given a hundred dollars to do this. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, maybe that's more than I thought. I kind of assumed that they just went on the date just to get on TV. Yeah. Um, and so always, always, if the date went well, guys, there was a hot tub. Yep. I didn't know there were so many hot tubs so in the world. So many hot tubs. Like, always a hot tub. Yeah. Well, see, what they do at dinner, because I read a couple personal accounts, okay. is they <laughs> really push the alcohol yes. at dinner. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of tell them what to talk about. Also, they're not allowed to talk about any current movies, music, or anything, because they know it's going to go into syndication, Smart. and they don't want it to seem timely. Uh-huh. So they push the alcohol, make them talk, and hopefully get them to make out or go to the hot tub for the camera. So you would literally die on this show because you would be drinking more than you would want and you couldn't talk about I couldn't about talk about the pop- things I love. Yeah. So you would just be like, mm-hmm. So you just pound alcohol and then you would – you can't do that. You can't handle that. And I would vomit. <laughs> I would never be on blind date, so don't worry. That will never happen. Okay, good. Um, so what did these first-person accounts say? What did people – any good I mean, tips? Basically the same – what I just said. They had miserable times. Uh-huh. They, like, didn't know – exactly what was going to happen. Like, they didn't know the producers would be like, say this and give them jokes to say. Um, (laughs) One of them found the audition on Craigslist. Oh, So really sketchy. Barrel? I mean, I guess I shop on Craigslist, but (laughs) nonetheless, I'm not looking for auditions on Craigslist. Um, I always just found it very awkward, but in that way where it's just not quite as awkward as the first week of American Idol, where it was, like, tolerable. Interesting. I get really uncomfortable for other people, and so I can't watch other people embarrass themselves. But this, to me, was funny, and it was just cringeworthy enough, but not so uncomfortable where I couldn't watch it. I loved it. I love Roger Lodge. I didn't realize how much I loved Roger yes. Lodge until reading Roger Lodge's name, and then I just had this wave of Everyone emotions. Everyone loves Roger Lodge. Yeah. And, like, they never got to meet Roger Lodge. He just yeah, was like he was in, in a room. studio. Yeah, he was just commentating, and then introducing people, and then that was it. Um, I I I was I was a huge fan. I can't believe that it isn't still on. Do you think it's just that time has passed? Yeah, I think it's passed. Plus, they did a lot of pay per view mm. uncensored versions, Ooh. which I'm sure carry on to today. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that like the Bachelor Bachelorette has sort of replaced? The blind date, just like in the genre of yes. dating shows. Yes, but you're not getting the commentary. Instead, you're getting like manipulative drama. Drama, yeah. And, and it's so much, they get to talk to the camera. Yeah, and it's so much more serious because they're like trying to get married. Also, Steve-O was once on blind date. What? Like before he was Steve-O or as Steve-O? As Steve-O. Oh, no. I love Steve-O. <laughs> love Jackass. Was a big fan. I was a, I was a mild Jackass fan. Had a Johnny Knoxville t-shirt. I liked Bam. I liked mm, Bam's fun. parents. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course. They were great. My, for some reason, my favorite dating show was, I, I don't know why I even watched it. It was also UPN. Uh-huh. Found out it was a spinoff of Blind Date. What? It's called The Fifth Wheel. I remember The Fifth Wheel. I watched the intro to this, and I can hear, I could, like, hear the guy's voice. Welcome to The Fifth Wheel. Here's how we do it. 
We put four strangers together. Once they've paired up, we spring the fifth wheel on them. Couples uncouple, things get messy, and when it's good night time, some get kissed and some get dissed. And I was just like, what? I rewatched the intro of the fifth wheel. I was like, I know this voice. <laughs> I know this voice. You know, maybe you don't know, but it's the voice of the guy who does the narrations for You Don't Know Jack CD-ROMs. And I almost threw my <laughs> threw my chair. The number of times you have said CD-ROM on this podcast. I love my CD-ROMs. Do you know how many times I've begged my parents to hook up like a Windows 95 so I can play my CD-ROMs? But this oh You Don't God. Know Jack is also a video game. Yes. It's still around. But it's the same guy... I was so excited about it. You had, I had it no one caps. to tell because <laughs> even telling you, you're like, I don't get it. Um, but it's very important. But another important piece of this show to me was this show was hosted by Aisha Tyler. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she was also, I think, doing the soup around say, the same time. Soup time, yeah. Uh, but I, this is how I knew her. Pre Friends. Is this pre Friends? In the middle. I mean, of like her I knew her oh, from yes. this before Friends. Because so the Fifth Wheel ran from 2001 to 2004. I gotta go back and look at her IMD. She's definitely on Friends in that period of time. Because Friends ends in 2004, doesn't it? I don't know. Um, it's been I'll over to... for so long. <laughs> it's been over for so, so long. So the show's basically about two guys, two girls. They're sent out to basically go on a double date, mm-hmm. and then at one point they're like, "We're sending this Fifth Wheel in," and it's always like. Like a provocative person who's just flirting with everyone. A provocative person. To see. Like, are they straight? Are they gay? You don't know. Who are they going for? Mm-hmm. You don't know. You don't know. And then they just kind of flirt, some of them make out. And at the end of the night, they basically ask, like, who, who? everyone wants to go on a date with. And they had with. those paddles, right? And they would, like, I don't it know would be like, paddles. here's my name. Like, or it would be like, this is the person. Because they're like. just saying it to the camera. Oh, I thought they always, like, had the little paddles. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. But... If so, if there's, like, a match, then that means they would go on a second date, and you're allowed to pick no one, which I love. So what if two people picked the same person, then that person picks? If they want. Oh. Or they could say no one. It depends on also what that person picked. It was just a hodgepodge. It's it's a hot mess. (laughs) Also has uncensored and pay-per-view editions. (laughs) Who is paying to view this? I don't know. like, Like, just... Watch porn? I was going to say, are there boobs? Like, what are... Like, why do you want the drama of the awkward first date? <laughs> That's the storyline in your porn? You want it to be really weird and, like, authentic? Realism. Porn as realism. Um, <laughs> I think it's kind of similar to uh, MTV's Dismissed, which was also a show I loved. Mm-hmm. Because it was a guy or a girl dating two people. Yeah. And they had those timeout cards. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. I think it kind of had a similar... All of on. this, too, has sort of like an overlay of pop-up video on top of it, right? Because there's yeah. kind of like the animations, like the – you're sort of inserting your it's own like commentary. A bad, it's like a bad comedian pop-up video. Yeah, with uncomfortable dating. Yeah. Hmm. Sold. <laughs> who's not Who's not buying yeah. that? What a pitch. What a pitch. Okay. So one of my favorite shows when I was sick, but this was like when I was sick – like in college or even if I was like home from work because this was on later. I was probably too old to be watching it. But was next on MTV. Bad dates never end. Or do they? You're going on five dates. If the first one sucks, just say next. Kick them to the curb and start over with someone new. Don't feel bad for the daters who get the boot. They'll get cash for every minute they last. 
Love Next. We've talked about it before. We have. Because we have a personal connection. We do. So this was 2005 to 2008, which when I read that seemed shocking to me. I felt like it was earlier than that. Um, But I guess it makes sense. So in case you don't recall, Next dealt with a contestant going on blind dates with possibly up to five other (laughs) single people known as the daters who were secluded on an RV and referred to, like, it was the next bus. And the added twist was that the date could end at any time by the contestant shouting next. And you earned money for the amount of time that you were on this date. And then basically at the end... If you, you know, stayed until the end of the date and say it was like you'd been with this person for 45 minutes, you could either like take another date with that person or take the $45. Yes. Which $45, come on. Right. And it was up to the dater, not the person who was like deciding who to go on dates with. Do you remember that? It was like the contestant. Um, So I loved it. Solely because of the intros, when people would yep, come off the it. bus, come off the bus, they come off the bus. They do a hot freeze frame, and then fun facts fun about facts. the people. And it was always like likes to bite her toenails. One was like pooped in someone's mailbox. They're always like very weird. Disgusting. One time, a girl fell down the steps, and that was her freeze frame. It's my favorite one. And everyone is just living their best mid-2000s fashion life. Yeah. And it's like a lot of real streaky highlights, a lot of like – A lot of mini skirts. And satin camis. and Graphic tees. Yeah. And like the dates were always – everyone in the show was real boring. I just remember it never being like that exciting. But our coworker, Rafi – was on the show. Yep. He got nexted real fast, guys. <laughs> but he showed it to everyone in the office, yes. and it made our lives. Yeah. Maybe we'll make, like, a gif of it and put it on Instagram because <laughs> we have the video. I kind of think of Next as, like, Tinder before Tinder. Oh, yeah. Only with some cash involved. Yeah, because, because you can just Next at any time. Yeah, you nah, literally swipe. You were literally swiping left on people, and they wouldn't even speak, and you would just be like, I mm, love that. Has next. anyone ever next, 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 like five times, and the show was over in three minutes, and they <laughs> moved on to someone else? Maybe. I hope so, though. I'm sure it's out there. Would love that. It just was one of those shows that I was like, all these people are crazy, and it made me kind of feel better about myself, which then made me feel healthy. That's like how I feel. <laughs> I felt on a sick day. You know what I mean? I was just like, my superiority was high. So then my immune system was boosted. Gotcha. <laughs> um, okay, what else? I there were a of, lot of dating shows. I didn't remember. Yeah, they kind of went nuts. Like too many dating shows. It was a time. But it was pre, pre-dating apps. This is what we had for Great point. Great point. I have a, I have a little personal anecdote about oh, that later you? that I'll get to the end. Um, another MTV show that I really liked was Parental Control. See, I vaguely remember this one. Really? Yes. 2006 to 2010. Yes. So I obviously, I don't think I watched it in the later years. Right. right. 2010. But the situation is parents are unhappy with whoever their kid's dating at the time. Mm-hmm. So they get, like, the help of MTV comes in and brings... <laughs> Just who you want to help you. Brings MTV. a few other options okay. that maybe the parents prefer. Yes, yes, and yes. And so oh, yes, the yes. Ki- well, I'll say in this case, the daughter has to go on a date with these guys and see if she likes them better than her crazy boyfriend. Uh-huh. And then at the end, she gets to pick. And doesn't if she the crazy boyfriend like sit and watch the yes. dates? And then the parents and the boyfriend all sit together on the couch and make wisecracks at each other. So awkward. All scripted. Aww. It's such a bummer. It's such a bummer. 
But sometimes, like, the girl would make out with the new guy. And then is that scripted? Well, I, I don't want to burst everyone's bubble. Uh-oh. I read another personal account. Uh-oh. I was on MTV's parental <laughs> control. My bubble's about to get burst. And he, this guy was one of the new options. Okay. And the boyfriend and the main girl were just friends. They were doing it for the money. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I was so bummed. How much money did you get? No, I don't know. Probably more than you got on Next. But like, I would hope. Not... They weren't even boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. It's kind of like, guys, I'm going to burst your bubble again on HGTV, on House Hunters. A lot of times, they already have their house. They're (gasps) just showing you three options just because. Sometimes it's the producer's house. Why? I don't know. It's upsetting. (laughs) Why are we watching this? I don't know. We are living a lie. We are living lies. Reality television is a lie in general. Yeah. That's why I liked early reality television. Because it wasn't a lie? I mean, it kind of was a lie, but they really let people go off. Yeah. Like, they triggered people in a way, and yeah. then they just watched the result. Uh, some the host Wipe swap? Got, the host got stabbed on Cheaters, which, yeah. by the way, is not on this list. It's kind of a dating show, but not. Cheaters kind of creeped me out, which is why I didn't put it on the Cheaters list. Cheaters is creepy, but... Cheaters the, was a late night show. The host got stabbed on a boat. So they were, like, not on... <laughs> they were, like, not on land. So they had to, like, get him back to land. Reality TV. That's, also, that's what I want in my reality television. That's why I enjoy cops. Have you ever watched the first season of The Real World? Yeah. Boring. Because they didn't know. Like, they were, like, just roommates. And they were like, we didn't manufacture any drama. So it's super boring. Reality TV took a turn. Um, what else? Anything else about a parental control? Uh, oh, hot, hot goss. Ooh. As of early 2017, it was going to make a comeback <gasps> to MTV. Huh. Where is it? It's mid-2018. Do you even know what channel MTV is? Like a number? Yeah. No. I don't either. I haven't watched it. That's what a guide is for. I know, but I haven't watched it in so long. Like, it's just not even in my... It used to be my go-to. That Mm -hmm. was, like, what I I watched all the time. I watch VH1 for Drag Race, and I know it's close to it. (laughs) It's in And then I try to watch MTV Classic for, like, the music video blocks, but sometimes it doesn't work, and I don't know why. Hmm. Tragic. Okay. I want to do one show first because you have a show in here that I don't remember. So I want to talk briefly about Singled Out. Right here we have 50 single women. Right here we have 50 single guys. That's right, 100 love-starved people looking for a taste of romance on MTV Singled Out. Which was the show I did not watch. You didn't watch it all? No, Jenny McCarthy just like yelled at the TV. <laughs> That's one of my notes. So, um, and it's you're maybe a little young. So it was on 1995 to 1998, and it was originally hosted by Chris Hardwick and Jenny McCarthy. This is like where Jenny McCarthy came from, mm-hmm. and then she leaves to do her own show, and then we get Carmen Electra in 1997 for just one season. I actually thought it was the reverse. I thought Jenny McCarthy was only one season, and Carmen Electra was oh, two. Oh, interesting. But it's the reverse. And this is, like, where Chris Hardwick came from. Yeah. And he's just been putting along for, like, the, the last 20 years. Keep on putting. Keep on putting, Chris Hardwick. <laughs> now he's got a real successful podcast. Good for you, buddy. But he's just been putting along. Like, yeah. I mean, Jenny McCarthy exploded, and she was, like, this huge personality. Now she's married to a Wahlberg. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so you, have you ever seen an episode? Yeah, I've seen okay. I mean... And I feel like in, oh, in, uh, in Romy and Michelle's, doesn't she try? Or so, there's a movie where she tries and goes on singled out, but she's too Ooh, old. I don't know. What am I thinking of? I don't know. Don't stress me out. Okay. Well, we'll think about it. <laughs> anyway, 
there were essentially 50 strangers and one person who was sort of the picker. And then you'd have to eliminate people like based on all these random criteria. So you'd get a card and it would be like blonde, brunette, redhead. And she would say redhead and mm-hmm. all the redheads would leave. And it's then- like a guess who. Yeah, but she couldn't see. It's exactly a guess who, but she couldn't see anyone. And then all of these guys would, like, traipse in front of her. And then essentially they got down to, like, five or eight contestants. And then there was, like, a you know, kind of the dating show style questions. And at the end, you could turn – they would, you know, turn you around this whole time. You haven't seen anyone. Right. And then at the end, it would either be, like, yay, I think you're cute. Or, like, <laughs> yeah, and they would do it with guys and girls. And Jenny McCarthy was straight up violent with the guys. Like, she would, like, (laughs) hit them. She was so loud and so edgy and just, like, but beautiful. And I was weird. I was very into it. My, like, 14-year-old self, I loved Singled Out. You just loved her personality? I just, like, liked that she was in charge and she was like, all you boys are dumb. Like, she would, like, ridicule them, make fun of them, and they were they loved it. And it was just like, oh. Of course they did. Okay. I mean, yeah, she was Jenny McCarthy. Um, but yeah, it was just super fun and basically harmless. Like, it had this edge to it, but there wasn't actually any, like, meat behind it. And I just liked it. I would, like, watch it when I was sick. I would run home from the bus to watch it. I don't know. Little Lauren. Little me. I mean, not that little. I was like 12. Um, But I loved it. I thought it was cool. Hmm. I wonder if any of these... I feel like I should YouTube it. Single them. I mean, it's loud. It's a show because I can hear Jenny McCarthy yelling. That's what I'm saying. That's all I remember about it. Is her yelling. Yeah. And I remember she Which you think as a kid I would have enjoyed. Yeah. I don't know. And then remember she did that Candies ad on the toilet and, like, the whole world Loves lost that. its goddamn mind. And that, Candies like, ads. Pushing barriers. <laughs> pushing barriers. Um, okay. Let's talk about your last show. Okay. My last show, I don't have much to say about it. It's I don't more remember like, this. Remember this? I don't. And I'm It's called Extreme Dating. <laughs> Ran from 2002 to 2004. Hosted by Jillian Barbary. What didn't she host? She yeah. was kind of everywhere. She was putting along, too. <laughs> Putting along, <laughs> making that shirt. Making putting. So, Extreme Dating is a reality show that paired two people on a blind date. Wow, so original. Uh-huh. The couple was chaperoned on the date by two of the person's ex-partners. So awkward. They talked. They talked to each other via earpiece, giving hints for conversation topics and comments on the date itself. So, like, some girl is. Dating a new guy. Meanwhile, the guy has an earpiece getting information from two of her, her ex-boyfriends. Exes. So awkward. So, so at, awkward. At the end of the day, one person waited for a limousine. And then if the other, if the new date was in the car, they got a second date paid by the show. Wow, I'm sure that was like 50 bucks. <laughs> totally. Or if one of the ex-boyfriends were in the car, that means the ex-boyfriends won a prize. Hilarious. So... Just the notion that, like, there's two dudes that you used to date, like, giving tips. That gang up together. Yes. I would watch this show now. Like, this to yes. me is hilarious. I think it's super funny. It's super cheesy, but in a way that I like. Bring this show back, people. Also, are they giving hints in, like, a helpful way? Like, are some of them nice? Yeah. Are they trying to, like, are they still friendly? Like, are all these malicious? Or are they trying yeah. to sabotage? I feel like they're always trying to sabotage because they want the money or whatever they're going to get at I the guess. end. But at the same time, I feel like they're helping him get through the date. But then, I mean, the girl must know that her two ex-boyfriends are there. So it's like they all have to know what's going on. Yeah, they're on extreme on. dating. Right. And so 
are you going to say to dudes that you used to date that, like, hate you? You know what I mean? Or did the producers find them out? Maybe it's just you can't lie Mm. because they know what the truth. So even if you lied on this date, they could say in your 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 piece, like, (laughs) no, she's wrong. Um. Yeah, very odd concept, but I'm very but also into it. Probably also, all scripted, so they might be all actors. Who knows? I mean, this episode you've just ruined reality television, but it's fine. Why do you think dating shows like made you feel sort of warm and squishy, or made you feel better? I mean, it definitely did not make me feel warm and squishy. <laughs> I think it was. It's just pure entertainment. Yeah, it's something to take you out of your sick, miserable day you're having. Yeah, you just like didn't want to think. This is not thinking. If you fell asleep from like a fever nap, it's fine. You didn't miss anything. You didn't miss anything. There's no plot lines to follow. All these people are kind of you know it always kind of works out the same. Yeah, and it's funny, but not like super funny where you're like laughing and coughing. It's actually not like House Hunters where you really want to know what house it is, (laughs) even though it's pre picked. So sorry. But next is like, uh, I'll be fine not knowing who she picks. You know (laughs) what I mean? I can live my life not knowing if she picks like Rafi or Jacob. (laughs) Rafi is our coworker. I didn't just make that name up. Um, Yeah, it's true. And it just is like easy breezy television, much like a good good game show. It's just like, it's fun. It's silly. It's mindless. Which is, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking about The Bachelor again. And it's like Bachelor Nation. It's like a huge deal. Yeah. But it is not the casual television that we're talking about. Oh, no. This you invest. Is like two hours on a Monday and sometimes a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Why are people dedicating so much time to that when they know so much of it is fabricated? I mean, I just feel like you posed a question about America in mm. general. America, listen up. Um, that I don't know the answer to because I have never seen a full episode of The Bachelor or Bachelorette. And anytime I've watched any of it, it makes me so uncomfortable, mostly because all of these people tend to be like 24. And the premise yeah. of this show is that you're supposed to be finding your husband. And I'm just like, husband? no, I just doing? find a lot of it boring. It's I will so boring. say I had to watch some of it for work. Yeah. That sounds crazy, but yes, it's true. It was true. And there was a season recently where they had a straight up, they edited someone to make them look like a straight up murderer. And I was loving Chad. Like, that was all I wanted because they made, he left and then they edited. So he was like coming through the forest into their cabin home. Oh. And it was terrifying. Yeah. It was great. That was good television. That was good television. But most of it's just boring. I know. And they're all, they all look the same and all of their names are like, Megan with either like an H or two N's or no H. And it's like, how can you find some other girl? Like, no, what is happening? It's all they have to be Megan's. They, there's so many Megan's. They all look the same and they're all like, uh huh. And they all have made up jobs because they don't work. Because if you can leave your job for one eight of them, weeks to go on a reality one of them show, was just like Canadian. <laughs> it was like they didn't have a job under it. It was just like Canadian. <laughs> Remember that one girl was like a chicken aficionado a couple yeah. years ago. I don't know. I mean, so we make less world. of make less of that, more of this, more <laughs> more pure trash, more less pure trash, trash trying to be classy. No, that's the worst kind of trash. Know your trash. If you're trash, be trash. Yeah, own your trashiness. <laughs> you are so mad. I am because I hate that. I hate. It's my one biggest thing when like the girl who is the least cool girl in the world, and it's like so either me 
me, okay. is like wound up, like sort of structured rule follower. And then she's like, but I'm a cool girl. And it's like, no, you're not. That's fine. Don't be a cool girl. <laughs> I'm not a cool girl. Don't try and pretend you're a cool girl. Trash, be trash. Don't dress up. It's fancy trash. Fancy trash. <laughs> That's now what I'm labeling The Bachelor. Fancy, fancy trash? trash. It is fancy trash. It's just like shimmery Like trash. all of that. Like Kardashians, Shiny housewives, trash. fancy trash. Fancy trash. I'm not saying you're not going to get gems out of it Absolutely. once in a while, but... But just as a whole, if you're trash, be trash. People like trash. Yeah. Love trash. Honey Boo Boo, please. Love trash. Although that got weird, but I loved that show. (laughs) Also, there was a show. Oh, what was it called? It was on Reels with a Z. (laughs) The worst channel. But Hollywood Hillbillies. Uh Give me that. Yeah. Real trash. Not fancy trash. Okay. One show that we didn't list on here, but I did really like Room Raiders. Mm. I would crush it. I had a black light. Yeah, they looked at the jizz in boys' rooms. Oh, so gross. I would really do well at that unless they liked somebody that was messy because my room is always together. Sometimes people would say that would be boring. That's what I'm saying. Like, unless they were like, uh, I mean, again, not a cool girl. Hmm. I'm I'm laying my cards on the table here. Um, Okay, but I do have a personal anecdote about a dating show. Were you on one? No. (gasps) Again, not a cool girl. But so I worked for my first job in Los Angeles. I worked for eHarmony. And as part of of working at eHarmony, we had sort of like a startup within eHarmony, and I worked on that. It was a dating site called Jazzed. No. True story. Why was it called Jazzed? It, great question. It, like, we went through a long, like, branding process, and that's what we got. What? We got Jazzed. You know why? It's because, <laughs> no, Zs were real big in tech <laughs> in, like, the early to late 2000s. But Jazzed. 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 Terrible. Is it for jazz musicians, jazz dancers? I mean, jazz hands. There were a lot of jokes. It It doesn't exist anymore, so maybe this is part of it. Obviously, it's called jazz. It's called jazz. But anyway, it was the notion was that it was a more casual dating site than eHarmony, but sort of under the umbrella of like trust and authenticity, like eHarmony. More casual means like hookups. Uh, just like dating, not with the intent of like I'm. eHarmony's like soulmate. Yes, precisely. So we worked on jazzed and. As part of Jazzed, we partnered with this dating show called Excused, and it was hosted by Eliza Schlesinger, who had won Last Comic Standing. She's very funny if you don't know who she is, and she was great. And so essentially the concept was that you could date the daters. So all of these people who were on the show then had dating profiles on Jazzed. When I think about it now, it's fucking brilliant it didn't work at the time well, it was like too call soon. it something else and pitch it now i know but it was like very very smart um and it just didn't the show wasn't super successful which like you know didn't necessarily help but anyway the concept of excused was that they would go to this house and it was a super nice house in encino that they rented and eliza and whoever it was either a girl or a guy and maybe it was two girls i can't remember necessarily i was looking for full episodes last night and i couldn't find one but people would come to the door and they would have like a video camera and they would you know try and like talk their way in and the dater would be like, no, don't let this guy in. And then Eliza would excuse them with some sort of, like, funny comeback. Like, she would be like, you, you know, your dress makes you look like a Cambodian flight attendant. You're excused. Um, and, like, there's there's a lot of videos of just her one-liners. Mm-hmm. But then they would – it was a little then kind of, like, next, where if you got let in the house, then okay. you could stay for a while. And it was just – this sounds like you could get purged. 
Like, do I let this person with a mask in my home? Yeah. The, is this safe? As I'm describing it, it sounds creepy. But it should it, be called, like, home invasion. <laughs> Pitch it. Home invasion. Dating edition. Um, and it was just, you know, there was a hot tub, too. Like, there was a lot going on. But it the thing about it was that it had this very comedic aspect because you had a comedian hosting it. Who it's was, like, um, nailed it. On yes. Netflix because you have Nicole Byer. Exactly. It's so funny. Um, and it was fun and it was just so ridiculous. And then trying to like – I was the person that was like responsible for coordinating with these idiots who were on this reality <laughs> TV show to like have their dating profiles. Uh-huh. It was a hot mess. Should have worked. Didn't work. I feel Check like I still don't really understand it but w- probably would watch it. I'll show you clips. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It was funny. Jazzed. <laughs> Why was it called Jazzed? I don't remember. I don't know. It was already called Jazzed when I got there. now I've heard the entire concept. doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, the, the dating site why was would separate you call, yeah, from the dating show. Why would you call show. that? Ugh. A lot of other things were taken. Mm. I don't know. The logo was cute. What, what it, I'll show you. What was it? Was, was it like a J? A no, it literally said Jazzed, and it had two little hearts on top of it. I'll show you. It was cute. Okay. You can also watch the videos where I do the voiceover. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Love this. So I think what we've learned is every dating show has, ends in a hot tub. Yep. And that's about it. And just be the trash we want it to be. be. Own your trash. When I'm sick <laughs> and I feel like trash, I want to watch trash. I don't want to be fa- – I don't want to watch fancy trash. Mm. Oh, this is kind of off topic, but I found the perfect show to watch when you feel nauseous. Oh, what's that? Say yes to the dress. <gasps> oh. You're never going to get food in that show. Mm-hmm. And when I'm nauseous, that's the last thing I want to see. <laughs> So you're safe. You're safe. Hot tip. <laughs> Thanks, Natalie. Thanks I watched. I literally watched it on demand because I knew there wouldn't be food in it. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Well, on that note, guys, what was your favorite dating show? Do you agree with my don't, like, fancy up your trash sentiment? Is here? there a show you're watching now that we don't know about? Oh, yeah. Is there a dating show right now? I want to know. Not The Bachelor Bachelorette. It's just no. not for me. I've tried. It's not for me. None of the obvious. None of the obvious. I want something weird on, like, Fuse. What are you guys watching? <laughs> yeah. Or if in, even if there's a Reels with a Z dating show, I'd watch that. Is Reels still a thing? Tell me. <laughs> I think so. Um, so email us, like Katie did, at hellofangirls at gmail.com. Um, or you can find us on social. FGF Podcast on Twitter. Fangirl Fridays Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or find us Uh on Facebook. Yeah. And we have a Threadless store. Yes. Check it out. Check it out, guys. So until next week. Bye. Bye.